Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Live. So it would seem. Yeah. Praise God. Well, welcome to River Roundtable. I'm Pastor Lou with the River Church, sitting here with these fine gentlemen. Who are playing bumper chairs. Boing, 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 bing, bing. (laughs) Pastor Andrew. And uh, some retired lieutenant colonel from the Army. Faceless, nameless guy. My brother, JP. You can join us on uh, Facebook. You can join us on YouTube and actually on Twitter now. Mm Mm-hmm. The X app. The black Twitter. (laughs) Black Twitter. (laughs) Sounds much better. Yeah. And uh, anyways, um, KSLM, 1220 AM, 104.3 FM, Mm -hmm. It's Wonderful. Huh? Yeah. Praise God. I I know. The X. Yeah, that's fine. X. X marks the spot. So you can go on there and you can find us there as well. And... um, the if, you've, if you've abandoned all <laughs> other <those> platforms, platforms. <laughs> I think we might even be on Rumble. Not today. Not today. Mm, some days. So that's sad. We we'll fix that. <laughs> rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. We had a great little pre-show talk. Amen. About what's really important. Mm. What hey. is it that's important that's going on? So Mr. Pulowski put out a few things that said, I have to have this going, this going, and this is what's going. Which one of these do you think is important? So let's go ahead and throw it out there for conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Post it up. So uh, item agenda number one was yeah. uh, COVID uh, masking, yep. possible lockdowns. Oh, we're, we're coming back. Mm-hmm. Not that we are intending no, I, 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 I to make something or I, I, believing in it. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm going to make it very clear. Yes. So nobody is going to wonder. Mm-hmm. As Pastor Lou in the River Church, hey. we will never close down. We'll Amen. never mask up. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're not going to give in to the tyranny of the government. Amen. So you know. Amen. Or the WHO. None of it. Nope. We have the word. Psalms 91. No disease, no virus, no anything will come nigh thy door. Right. We believe in the word of God. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mm-hmm. We believe that the word of God is infallible. Mm. And um, therefore, we trust in the Lord. I don't care what your opinion is. You can give me your opinion, but it's as good as the mask. <laughs> yep. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know what the word says, and as long as the word says it, that's what I believe. And so, does about does about as much good against a virus yeah. as a toot. Yeah. So yeah, it's if you can smell flatulence through your mask, it's it's not working for you. Uh huh. But there was a vote. Speaking of masks, there was a vote that was taken that ugly people really want it back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or this people without beards. This is true. <laughs> so um, so that was yeah, that was sorry. item number one. Item number one. Returning. The return, and they promised it'll be worse than the last one. 
Yeah, they've been preparing. What a they, great promise. They worked themselves up. going to come with a vaccine that works this time. Mm. <laughs> so it's a match set. Yeah, you're going to have to train him up in my ears. Yeah. And uh, so item item number two is yeah. uh, Trump and the uh, fourth indictment. Fourth indictment. And uh, how that rolled up. And uh, he did roll up on Fulton County. He did. I, I love that. He did roll up. I mean, there was 20, like 20 motorcycle cops. And uh, an ambulance. Yes, a couple uh, different ambulances. Truck. Yeah. I mean, he brought everything. The kitchen. It was at least four SWAT teams in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the big bot and the big uh, panel vans. Right. You know. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course, uh, item number three that everybody has been paying attention to very closely is the BRICS nations. The BRICS nations. Which Can you explain so, what the BRICS nation is? That is. So that our mason workers don't think it's a BRICS. It is not. Uh, it is not a Lego brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Marcelo up mm. there, and yeah. uh, and his shout joke, out, which by the way, the big real huge shout out to him. He is trying out for Lego Masters. That's awesome, and yeah. uh, so uh, we'll be looking for him. Yeah. to be doing that. I hope he wins. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's he's actually going to win anyway. Awesome. Um, the uh, so the BRICS nations are uh, Brazil, Russia, mm-hmm. India, China, and South Africa. Hmm. Yes, and they comprise roughly thirty uh, between those nations, roughly forty percent of the world's population, and actually sixty percent of the world's population, and just short of forty percent of the world's GDP. Um, they added on six new members. Is GDP gross domestic a product. race car? No, <laughs> the gross domestic. Product. Okay, okay. In terms of economic, I'm just output. helping people out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They added on six new nations, uh, Argentina, mm-hmm. uh, Ethiopia, yep. for strategic reasons, Horn of Africa. Um, and then we had uh, a few more, uh, Saudi Arabia. Who's they? The BRICS nations. They officially joined the BRICS organization, which is like a counterbalance to the G7. Okay. Uh, um, which is, you know, the United States and European mm-hmm. countries, mm-hmm. Big, biggest economies. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Oh, Iran. Um, so I said Saudi Arabia, Iran, uh, Egypt. Okay. And so Egypt is there for manpower. There's a, there's a lot of people in Egypt, mm. uh, not a lot of food. Mm-hmm. They have to import their food. So they export their people to work. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like the Pakistan of Africa. <laughs> okay. So not picking on Pakistan or anybody. Anyway. So they have uh, they have rolled out a new economic uh, alliance and uh, uh, slash military alliance as mm, well. Interesting. And uh, they're looking to uh, roll out a, a currency and to um, uh, compete with the U.S. dollar. Mm. It will be backed by gold. And when it happens, the U.S. dollar is going to suffer horribly. Mm. The euro will probably just go poof mm-hmm. uh, because it's com- – it's a complete fantasy currency. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even have a decent economy behind it, um, even though our economy is getting to the point where it's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What's coming? Hang on to your knickers. Anyway, so those three things. Uh, and I asked uh, Pastor Lou here uh, which one he thought was going to be the, the most impactful mm-hmm. on us. And uh, he said the state fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being a true Oregonian. Mm-hmm. No. That is happening yeah, the right now. The State Fair is going to be the biggest impact out of all those. Day two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to have, you know, because you got elephant ears and waffle cones yeah. and mm-hmm. all the things of life. So I thought I'd just be the Oregon State bird. Corn on the cob, bury just your head your, in the sand. bury your head in the sand and not yeah. worry about all these things that are coming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because it's not going to affect me, my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to, it's not going to affect anybody. It's just, you know, we just live our life and be happy. Yep. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Mm. But is that so? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to. Usually um, that's my job. But I'm trying to stir up the largest response that I can. Yes. <laughs> no, the truth is, is that, you know, we, if we ignore these things. And um, we don't pay attention and actually don't speak to and educate our neighbors with the stuff that is going on. It, you know, it's going to end up destroying our society because out of those three, which one do you think is going to affect Oregon the most? Uh, well, so, I mean. Trump being arrested, the mask, or bricks. Well, currently, Oregon is going to be most affected by the mask because they're, this is like a, a pet party of you know um oregon's politicians uh, they love that so they're gonna that'll be the first thing but as far as the largest you know uh um you know i have no idea i'm not the numbers guy that joel is i just i just know that what so people will see immediately the, those of you living in the world mm-hmm. uh what happens with the BRICS nation is going to have the biggest impact mm-hmm, for sure because um and one for one reason about 60 to 70% of the U.S. dollars that are in circulation are outside the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, actively replace that in... currency with a different with a different gold back currency. It all flows back to the United States. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons why our inflation is not as bad as other places is because our money is not in the country. It's out. Doing all that things. money comes back into the country. Mm-hmm. All right. In order to get the new hyperinflation under control, we're looking at 30 to 40% interest rates. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. never going to happen. Right. Yeah. That, that destroys the economy completely. That's, yeah, that's called okay. a, a breakdown. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're only $1 from a homeless nation, anyways. Yeah. Hmm. What do you we're mean already, by that? What I mean by that is that we're how many trillions into debt? Mm hmm. 31.2. And then, you know, then inflation has gone way up. Interest rates have gone up. Yep. Mortgage interest rates are at seven percent now. Yeah, seven percent. Uh, car loan is ten percent. Yep. Used car loans are at fifteen percent. Yeah. You know, and so as a result, it's actually cheaper to buy your almost cheaper to buy your car on a credit card than it is to go through financing. Yeah. <laughs> well, my credit my credit card um, is twelve percent. So yeah. Yes. So the, the what I'm saying is is that you have all these things that are going on, and most people in their jobs are not very few dollars off from losing everything. Mm-hmm. They lose their, they lose their job. Both, both income streams lose their jobs. Then they're, they're done like in within a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're literally, literally living paycheck to paycheck. We saw that in the, uh, Salem tax referendum, uh, where the city of Salem wanted to tax everybody who's working in Salem <laughs> on average, $506 a month, a year. And I had several people that I spoke to while gathering signatures say, if this goes into effect, I have to move back to Ohio or somewhere else and move back in with my parents because I can't afford to live anymore. 500 yeah, but bucks they want, break them. They want people to move. Yeah. They want people to move and they want people to get into a place where it is government-controlled housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want you owning your single home. Well, it's not government-controlled housing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's BlackRock-controlled housing, well, which then controls it, the government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we know that, but, you know, 
BlackRock in their latest investment statement said. But they see, you just lost. You single... just lost three quarters of our ostrich people, right? Their heads yeah. suddenly are like. They went even the, as soon as we mentioned BlackRock, they went in. But as soon as we say the government controlled housing, they'll listen to that. Yeah. But the problem is, is that we have people <laughs> that don't want to dive in too deep and actually know why, how come, and what for. They're dealing with buying milk right now. Which is expensive. Which is expensive. And behind locked glass, so it doesn't yeah. get stolen. <laughs> but they figured out, you know, well, it's plexiglass often. So, you know, with a with the right torch, you can melt that real quick and get in there and Right. As, as a I, saw, I saw a guy with uh, he would he had a little um little wrecker bar. Uh-huh. And he was just going they put these little tiny locks on there mm-hmm. and he's just going down the line, popping them and some dude is going behind him with a bat bat big old bucket. Yeah. Just cleaning it, just whatever it is. And then they walk out. Yeah. There's a video. And then they walk out. Yeah. Was that in uh, Nuisance's state of California? I have no idea where it was. I was just uh-huh. scrolling. It was probably Portland. Uh-huh. You know, could be in anywhere. It doesn't you know, matter. Got, it's everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Portland that just mm-hmm. shut down their um, their uh, homeless homes. Yes. Their transition homes. They closed them. They closed them. Yeah. And nobody can tell them why mm-hmm. they were closed. Just oh. the, it's time to close them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. So, you know, you got more people out on the street. You have, you know, Portland with the, you know, 110, measure 110 that has come out, and you've got so many people that are strung mm-hmm. out. Downtown is pretty much a ghost town. Well, or or there's just people dying, literally dying and being uh, pilfered while they're laying, dying on the street. Yeah. People are, you know, stripping their bodies of their clothes and taking the drugs and, and anything of any value off of them while they're dying. Yep. Over an, over an overdose on a legal amount of, you know, fentanyl or or whatever. Or a yeah. legal whatever. amount of fentanyl is fatal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that's and, the point. And so, right? you know, what that what that is, is that's a that's a failure of government. It absolutely is. But True. what it also is, is it's a failure of the people because government is of the people, by the people, for the oh, people. Oh, we voted for it. Hey, listen. Yeah. So, so you know, you we, voted for it. We we don't want congratulations. To, we don't like mm-hmm. to hear it, you know. Yeah. And and then the people are like, "Well, I told you so. I didn't vote for that." No, but did you actually you vote? Show enough care and love to the people around you to actually speak to them, and speak to them in reality and not just in anger and and well, you're wrong and you're stupid and you don't know anything, right? Or speak to them from a mindset of, well, if you do this, I'm just going to leave with no commitment. Mm-hmm. And listen, this is this is the state of Oregon. We're we're talking about the most apathetic place. I grew up. I I was born and raised here, and and I still find myself in in places where I am apathetic because that was just the I was in it so much. I grew up in the public school system, mm-hmm. and you know my parents did the very best that they could with what they had. Right. But listen, even in even in small town, Oregon, where I grew up, not in a big city, our our high school was, you know, uh, gosh, 250 kids. Right. A single A school back in the day. Yeah. And, and uh, shout out to Jervis, by the way. Praise God. Go Jervis. Really? <laughs> listen, 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 there still was a if it doesn't affect me, I'm not going to be involved in it. Oh, yeah. If if somebody wants to do something and it's actually going to destroy my family after it destroys theirs first, well, if they want to do it, it's okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I grew up in the uh, uh, you know when the military was well, it, keep it in the closet. 
right? Well, no, that's sticking your head that's, in the uh, sand. That's called don't ask, don't tell. Remember that policy? Yeah. Yeah, from the Clintons. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, the, the wonderful, you know, anybody who's engaged with the Clintons, you know, dies. Uh, well, not them, but that was the that was a that was a, the, the military policy. Yeah, the policy that was put in place by Bill Clinton when he became president. Yeah, uh, regarding homosexuals in the military. Right. Was don't ask, don't tell. Right. Okay. And and that is the the definition of don't get involved. That stick your that head is, in the sand. That is the definition yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know, keep to yourself, mind your own business. And one of the things that, and then, so this is, I've thought about this in the, in the beginning of my career, mm -hmm. uh, in, in the army, uh, when I first joined, when I first joined, there was a massive drug problem that was starting to be addressed by the army. And we had people who were, who were regular drug users and they were taken and set aside from the rest of the unit. And they were basically in the drug unit and they were allowed to paint rocks <laughs> and they were they worked for the sergeant major and, yeah. and you know they mowed the lawn we had really well mowed lawns because there was a lot of guys and okay. a lot of them with that were but very they focused. weren't allowed to do anything of substance they weren't yeah. allowed to touch anything that was important yeah. yeah okay well they were allowed to touch substance <laughs> uh they were not allowed to touch substance they were being processed out of the army essentially <laughs> and so they were removed and then we had a long drive through the 80s and into the beginning of 90s where we where the army worked hard on leadership principles, and one of those was, uh, you know, initiative, mm. personal initiative. Mm. You see a problem, you solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, that changed literally overnight when Clinton came in. All right, with and a big showcase of that was the uh, "don't ask, don't tell" policy. Yeah. Okay, and that changed from "I see a problem" to "solve the problem," to "I see a problem, ignore the problem." Put it in the closet and put it in the closet, don't worry about it. And as we progressed from that time on until I retired in 2012 to the point where it became, here is a problem and you're going to accept the problem. Right. And embrace the problem. Yes. I don't okay. think that our military would do that. Um, <laughs> you're, yeah, I'm just, just stop. <laughs> hey, we we, we okay. got you cussing on the show last week. So yeah, Pastor's yeah. got a new to benchmark. Hard last week, thank you. <laughs> well, that, that was, was that was before. good for me. That Excuse was good me. for me. A week before, yes, the week yeah. before. Which you know, uh, <laughs> sorry for all everyone here. You know that that is regular listeners that um, you know had to have a, a repeat show. We love to continue yeah. to produce new live yep. um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, content content that's the word thank you but yeah. we were um we were having some amazing content at the river church we had a men's uh conference weekend powerful powerful men's weekend. reboot ministry returning testosterone to men again amen yep. yeah and yeah, it was awesome i got hugged more than i can handle <laughs> no, no it was seriously. amazing time seriously I did. there is hope oregon amen yeah. i was talking to somebody the other day and and um um they were talking about how, you know, the politics is a, a poop show and mm -hmm. that there's no hope. We can't go. We're so far gone. And I said, there is hope there. There is hope. It just takes work. Yep. And it takes active change and being involved. So don't shut down. Don't give up. I met another guy uh, this week buying a trailer for somebody in the church so they'd have a place to live. And... um Anyways, 
that person is leaving the country. They're just like, I'm done with this. I'm moving to the Philippines. You have people that are fed up with everything because there's there's like for every 20 ostrich, there's two that have their head out of the sand mm-hmm. that are saying, I see what's going on. I hear what's going on and I want to make a change. But the other 20 are like, you know, I, I just want to ignore it. And that's where we get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Don't get frustrated because at least you have two. We used to be the only one. Yeah, used to you be did, alone. You, you did gain one. Right. And so, you know, how many can put to the flight? You put 10,000 to flight with one. Mm-hmm. And how many with two? 10,000. Yeah, 1,000 with one, 10,000 with two. And so as we pull together, and, you know, you, people come to me all the time and they say, you know, what, you the other churches should be like yours. And I wish my pastor was more like this. Well, you know, start educating the people in your congregation, people you go to church with. Encourage them to look beyond what is being said by the Statesman Urinal mm-hmm. and the Oregon Catalyst or whatever else it is that they're listening to, uh, KGW, um, you know, whatever news channels out there that's spewing the, the talking points. And that's all they're doing. But make sure that you educate yourself of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they go, well, I would vote, but the vote the voting system is rigged. Who cares? Vote anyways. Amen. Because if you have an overwhelming amount of people that vote, they can only hide so much. Right. It it makes it much easier to reveal the yeah. uh, wickedness that's going on. The uh, the logistics, the physical logistics of moving um, hundreds of thousands of ballots mm-hmm. because they 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 are still. They're not completely fabricating things on a, on a computer where there's where there's no trail whatsoever. They're doing what you saw in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, uh, in the middle of the night. You know, scanning hundreds of ballots over and over and over again uh, that we saw on the video. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, you know, we're being told that that's not what happened mm. in that video. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because I always keep my ballots hidden mm. underneath the table. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Out of sight. Because yeah. that's where my ballots always come from. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. For those of you that think I'm making stuff up here, I get a letter every November, okay, asking for Valerie to turn in her ballot. Valerie that lives at my house. Do you have something to tell me? Okay. <laughs> and uh, no. Oh, okay. No, I have absolutely. I don't know who Valerie is. I've I'm never just making met sure. Her. Okay. You know, you know as far the, as you I know can the tell, time she's we live never in. lived at my house at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But every year. And Valerie's not here, man. Yeah. So she's uh she's she gets asked by the Democrats to turn in her ballot. Good job. Every every November. Good job, Valerie. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Just a reminder. That's yeah. amazing. By the way, you see somebody with a mask, give them a high five. Right. Yeah. And say good job with hanging in. Blow them a kiss too while you're at it. <laughs> like you've been you're hanging in there. Good job. Yeah. Way to be in the cult. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, uh, we have all these things that are going on. We have um, the reboot. Uh, is, is it supposed to be like it was before, or is it something that you have to cover your rear end with, this new one that's coming up? Oh, the, you mean the, the new masking thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're going to roll it out on airplanes. Uh, TSA whistleblowers already talked about it. They had the meetings. We uh, – Yeah. I did some did some small research. To I'm not going to agree to it for support contracts. Mm-hmm. So this stuff has been in the works now for almost a year. 
So if you're wondering if the River Church is going to lock mm-hmm. down when the next lockdown comes, uh, just so you know, no. No. As for me and my house? No. We're not doing it. Um, you know, not doing it. Not going to do it. Will you speak out against it? I don't know what I'm going to do this time. I, I know people who gave notice preemptively. Mm-hmm. If you do this again, I'll be leaving the business immediately. Yeah. Mm. Like kind of like what people need to do with their kids in school. You mean? Yeah. I would take your kids out of school. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, be because of you know none you know of them actually dying. You know, after it. the TSA comes yeah. out and the CDC comes out with some recommendation uh-huh. that schools mask up again, Oregon is going to like at light speed be like lock them down. Yeah. Strap that thing on. Man, well, they well, spend well, enough money doing all that preparation to be able be, to operate in that No, that's way. where they got all their money from yeah, is right. through all of this stuff. You don't think yeah. they're like praying for like, another lockdown? I mean, that's why. We need more money. Yeah. You know, the whole climate control, the whole climate uh, control, Maui, joke. you know, what happened with Maui? You know, it was climate. It was climate control that started the fire. But, you know, the, they had a roadblock that they couldn't let people couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I'm yep. sure. No, they did. They had a roadblock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> people couldn't leave. There, so many twelve or twelve hundred people haven't even been identified. Yes, mm-hmm. seven hundred. So the U.S. government sends how many billions of dollars to Ukraine? Last round, twelve point four. Twelve point four billion. And what was the round before that? Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. So that's what thirty-six billion in the last few months. In the last few months. And then what was the round before that? Oh, we're we're oh, in the 120 billion range right now. 120, 130 billion dollars that we've sent to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, every resident in Maui got 700 dollars to rebuild their life. One time. God bless you. <laughs> Good luck. Well, Thank you we... for being an American citizen. Oh, and uh, BlackRock is going to call and ask for your house that's been burned. No, down they're already doing you. it. No, they're already this buying state. up all the land. Yeah. yeah. They're buying up all the land, especially the ones that are close to the ocean. They're mm-hmm. buying it yep. all, and they're turning it into state sanctuaries. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty Against- soon, Maui will be like one shop selling spam, mm-hmm. and really? the rest will be state state land. It'll be a state park. Yep. That's owned by. That's owned by the state. A well, a private investor. Yeah. Controlled by the state. Yes. That's yes. a public-private partnership. Yes. Okay. That's where someone in the private world gets to make all the money. Yeah. And the public taxpayers take all the risk. Right. That's it, what yeah. the public-private – we have another word for that. It's yeah. called fascism. Yes. It's theft. Okay. <laughs> no, no. That's the that's the government style of fascism. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That the Nazis imposed on Germany where you get to own the thing – Mm. Okay, I control how you run it, so you'll get to make the money. Yeah. Okay, but I, as the government, will control exactly what you produce mm-hmm. and how you run and how it goes and so on and so forth. And then they will make the then they make the statement of like, well, we don't actually own the means of production, so we're not communists. Mm-hmm. No, but just it's half just on the opposite short. half. Uh, it's on they're the just other a, side. They're just another totalitarian government. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, which it's- is. Right. And and what ends up happening, though, is mm-hmm. is then people divide because of the dividers that speak division. Right. Well, you're fascist, you're communist. Right. They attach titles to each other. Meanwhile, they're laughing their way all the all the way to the bank. You know, the, the ones that are, are uh, pulling the strings and, so, and messing around with people. Yeah. So, you know, you follow Saul Alinsky's rules, uh, rules for radicals. The first yeah. thing you do 
is accuse your opponents of the things that you are doing. Right. <laughs> so that you sow confusion to sow confusion. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he dedicated that book to Lucifer. Yeah. All right. Ouch. All right. <laughs> That's harsh. It's, it's not harsh. It's the truth. No, I, this is what I'm saying is, is that that this when you look at the the playbook that you're yeah. talking about, yeah. that that uh, current most current government uh, officials are using. Right. Yeah. When you look at yeah. what they're doing, it's exactly that. Yeah. But they don't plan on living in that world. Yeah, you're going to live in that world. And you're going to live in that world. It's but rules for thee and yeah, not for me. They're oh, not yeah. going to live in that That's world. standard. Yeah. If you ask them if they're going to live in it, they tell you, no, we don't plan on living in it. Oh, no. They're not no. living in a 15-minute city. No. No, absolutely game. not. Nor are they are they going mm -hmm. to be only exclusively no. using electric vehicles. And, and they're not going to be using They're not going to be using public no, airlines. They'll still be no. flying jet. There won't be public airlines. Right. There literally mm -hmm. won't be. Yeah. You get to run an okay. electric boat that, you know, only goes so far and then has to charge again. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw uh, under under COVID, uh, one of the founders of Google, okay, he he took to his uh, yacht and he, for two years. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's where he was. Lived on a super yacht. He lived on a super yacht. Why do you, if you're going to, if you think... What we have talked about coming is coming, and right, it is. Right. We're talking about famines and an economic breakdown and that kind of stuff. Yep. Do you want to live in Los Angeles or do you want to live on Maui? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. Maui sounds where, nice. Where, where you're an where you've got an island. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and you get to control everything mm -hmm. on that island. Yeah. All right, and nobody can get to you. Mm -hmm. So when the 35 million people that live in the Los Angeles basin are starving. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, because they live in a desert. Yeah. Right? And there's no food getting there. Right. But they but, you know, that's, it's, that's not the place where Hollywood people want to live. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. They want to live in the nice place. They want. They, this, so why is Oprah worried about Maui? <laughs> what okay. are you saying, Joel? What? <laughs> OK. Why is Bill Gates worried about Maui? Right. All right. Mm -hmm. Are they are they there? Rebuilding uh, Lahaina? No. And, and for the people that are there. No. Them, no. Yeah, no. No. Absolutely not. Okay. You know, BlackRock is not showing up. BlackRock in its investor portfolio for 2024 that they just published. Mm -hmm. All right. The long-term goals own every single family home in the United States. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. That is. And that is. And they have the money to do it. Wow, to buy out okay. all the loans? To buy no, not to buy out all the loans. You put to the, buy house, the house, house for sale. You they buy it. And they and they will you make an offer? All right, whoever you are. And i I know people who've who've seen this. They'll come in and make a cash offer that's better than you at the and, and swoop in. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are there is a housing project going up in Georgia, conveniently, where every single house is already owned. Mm -hmm. All right. By BlackRock. And they're only going to rent those homes. So the entire, you know, subdivision mm -hmm. that you see, it's not open to the public to buy. It was already purchased by BlackRock. They're only going to rent. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, they're buying up new homes, mm. hand over fist as fast as they can. Mm. All right. If you start to you start to dig into the breakdown of what new homes are being bought by these large hedge hedge funds, and the top three are of course BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. You will see 
that a significant portion of those, and it's the only problem that they're having in terms of buying up these properties is the people to execute the contracts. Mm-hmm. They have all the money. If they had enough people to execute the contracts, they would buy every single house that comes up for sale in the United States right now. And wow. it doesn't matter what what value the house is mm-hmm. because their goal is to own all the property, mm-hmm. period, full stop. Mm-hmm. All right. The government will then set the rates for what the rent will be. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. You will own you will turn the entire turn the entire United States into a company town. Oh, you mean um, you won't anything own you anything? I, you and own you'll anything, like it. and they don't care whether you're happy or not. Yeah. Okay, you'll own nothing. You'll rent everything, so, and you'll so be happy. What is who is it that said something what is, about that? What is a and, and yeah, this is the WEF. Mm. It's to turn us all into serfs. Mm-hmm. What? No. Okay. So <laughs> WEF, all they're concerned about is just you know how governments can stabilize their finances. In the economy, it's, in the economy, it's in the in, in, in the environment, the better, best interest of the people. The mm-hmm. WEF is for the best interest of the people. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, Joel, mm-hmm. <laughs> why why are you hating on these groups that love people? <laughs> There's Steve coming out of his ears right now. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'm not upset at all. I have the peace of the Lord. <laughs> Me, meanwhile, you you have uh, scientist after scientist yeah. continuing to come out and and say, hey, look, just in case you're wondering, the whole climate emergency is a giant money making hoax. And Always has been. You, yeah, you should not be putting your faith in it because it, it's it's uh, largely based off lies and misinformation, division, and uh, you know people wanting to get rich. And, and, you know, the thing is, is that if that's your religion, if, if, you know, the, the, uh, religion of environmentalism is your religion, it is. you, you mm-hmm. absolutely can't believe something that's against your religion. Right. And so you have to lie, steal, cover up and, and in every way possible, try to discredit, kill, you know, whatever it is, you know, that you do with, with people that are revealing, I mean, you, we're talking about people that are Nobel prize winners that are, that are, uh, that have been Obama's a Nobel prize winner. So that ain't, you know, yeah. Right. But it's like a dinner plate, you know, for him. Right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobel prize winner. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's it's true. It doesn't mean it means absolutely nothing. It's been politicized. The, the courts have been politicized. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the you have all these special interest groups that have come in. They're running all of these things. You know, you have the judge, you have the federal judge that just said that, you know, it's not the right of the parent to tell the child whether they can have a sex change or not. Because mm. children know what's best mm-hmm. at all times for themselves. Mm-hmm. If you believe that your child has already determined what they're going to be, then they should be able to hand them a chainsaw running and play with their brother or sister mm-hmm. lit matches. Give them lit matches while you're at it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they're being responsible. If you're responsible for that much that you're going to change your whole physiology, then you should be able to be responsible. Why can't they drive? You should be able to give them we a gun should, too. Yeah. We should give the blind mm-hmm. driver's license mm-hmm. lines with. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Cause they feel sighted. 
Because they feel sighted. The, yeah. the deaf already work at their call centers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. I'm not being mean. It just, it, you know, it just comes down to there's just things that are realities. How about this one for the fair vote, guys? Mm -hmm. For your children, mine, and for the world, you you want to see, please spread the word about rank choice voting. And demand it from your representatives. Let's build a political system we love and one that loves us back. That's the Sun-Times Chicago. That is probably one of the scariest things I have ever heard. Because <laughs> I don't want my political system to love me. <laughs> no. Or, or, or uh, feel anything no. about me. Listen, I this, want it to function. So ranked choice voting is, is that you don't get... You, to choose who you vote for. Now, all of this is heading, you gotta, people gotta understand that all of this is heading in a direction of one world government. They're pushing it really hard. You've got uh, the chip that's going into the hand to be able to buy food. Yeah, we talked about that last yeah, show. Yeah, we talked about that last show. In this show here, we're talking about, well, the one before. In this one here, we're talking about what are these things that are really important. Well, I mean, Trump getting arrested affects our political system because now no one's safe. Yep. And it's a joke to the rest of the world. And your analysts are super happy that now they have a picture of Trump's mugshot that they can just put out in front of people to destroy him. Why do we want to destroy another human being to begin with? I'm not out to destroy Tina Cote. I wish that she would just come to church and get saved. Mm -hmm. Get set free. I'm sorry the church hasn't been there to show her that there's a church that loves her for who she is. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not talking about living her alternative lifestyle. I'm talking about her as a person. Amen. All of these things that are coming up is really, and I'm going to put the blame on the church again. The church needs to get its head out of the sand mm -hmm. and realize it isn't just yelling at devils for three hours on Sunday, that there's real people with real lives and it's affecting them. And there's a real Bible, and there's a real God in heaven who loves us, and he has a word for us that will bring us out of the situation we're in. There's going to be troubles in this time. Jesus said it. In this world, there'll be tribulation. He said, but in me, there'll be peace. And you have to determine whether you want peace or tribulation. Tribulation is going to be there, but can you address it with peace, or are you going to address it with war? In Acts chapter 3 and verse 19, it says, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The times of refreshing isn't going to come because you escaped in, the, in your mind the problems that are going on. It's because you, we repent and we turn from our wicked ways and we do what God has called us to do. That just, that's my input, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. The changes are going to come. I'm going to tell you right now, God is not concerned who the next president is. Nope. Right. He's not up ringing his hands going, what are we going to do? No. Oh, me, oh, oh, me. oh, myself, oh, myself, what are we, what are we going to do? He's not up there doing that. He's not even worried about who the next governor is or who the governor, governor is right now. He's looking for those that will stand up for righteousness. 
those that will do the right thing when nobody else wants to do the right thing. He's looking for those that won't cave in, will not give in, not will not sit down, will not shut up, will not put up, but sp- speak righteousness out of love Amen. to encourage rock. people to do the right thing. Yeah. And, and Pastor, when you say that, speak righteousness, I mean, that's kind of a church uh, term or whatever. A lot of people. Right think, standing. That's right. It, and it's not self-righteousness. In no. other words, we're not talking about, I'm, I know what's right for me and everybody else can take a hike. No, we're actually, we are actually talking about a greater good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you want to live your life the way you want to live. I'm fine. Yeah. Listen, do whatever you want to do, uh-huh. but don't tell me I have to agree with it. Hey. Yep. All right. Because I may not agree with it. You don't may not agree with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force you to agree with me. It's like I said, I'm not looking for a Christian state. Hey, I'm looking for Christians in that state. Amen. I'm not, I'm not looking for a Christian nation. God help us if we had a Christian nation. But I'm looking for <laughs> Christians in that nation because it would just be political <laughs> like anything else. <laughs> People would get a hold of that, and they would say that there's something when they're not, just like they do right now. Hey, I mean, you'll have Biden go into a church, and he'll talk about his belief in Jesus and God, and then he signs you know, the largest of abortions, whatever there is, and all these things of sterilizing our children. He doesn't love Jesus. Absolutely not. Sorry, the fruit says it. Right. Well, he says that he does, so therefore he does. No, Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit, not because they are fruits. Hey, yes. You will, you will know. And that applies to not just, you know, political leaders, but no, to everyone. Everyone. That's right. That's right. I'm talking about everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that here this whole thing, just because you say, because I talk to people all the time, if you died right now, would you go to heaven? Yes, I go to heaven. Why? Because I'm a really good person. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? There's going to be a lot of good people in hell. Absolutely. But because it isn't our goodness that saves us from our situation. Yep. It is because we've repented, repent therefore, and can be converted. Converted from what? A sinner to a child of God. Yep. Not converted from Muslim to Christianity. Not converted from Buddhism to Christianity. Hey. No, that you were dying and going to hell, and now you're going to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. You're going to be a new person. Hey. Are you hearing me? Listen. Being kind is not passing drug laws that allow people to get high. That's not kind. And destroy themselves. And, and destroy the whole community. That's not yeah. kind. Yeah. It's not kind to force our children to have to accept transgenderism. Absolutely. It's not kind. No. It's not kind to force laws to force abortion. It's not kind. It's not love. No. Sorry. It's not. Well, you you know, love you got to love everybody. I do love everybody. But I don't agree with everybody. Yeah. That, love has nothing to do with agreeing. I've been married for 31 years. Stayed married because, not because we agreed on everything, Hello. but because we've had disagreement mm-hmm. and we work through the disagreement. I can respect somebody coming to me to my face and telling me they hate me to my face because then I can go have a cup of coffee with them because mm. at least I know what the conversation is going to be about. Right. <laughs> coffee. But I can't respect somebody that behind my back, to my face, tells me they love me, and then behind my back hates everything that is about me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't be going out there preaching the mess of love and then hate Christians. Don't. No, I'm serious. Hey, we got to love worst. everybody except for Christians. We can't love them because they make us live a righteous life. No one's making you do anything, my friend. No. You choose. Choose you this day whom you shall serve. Right. No one's forcing you to do nothing. Hey, 
So don't come on my back and tell me we're forcing anything on anybody. No, what we're doing is is that we're making ourselves available so much as a church right. that you can't resist our message because wherever you turn, somebody from the River Church is preaching somewhere. Amen. Even at the State Fair. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we love our community. Amen. Yeah. That's the reason we give away cars and trucks. We give away stuff to people, money and finances to people, because we love our community. Amen. So uh, you're saying it's not just prayers and thoughts and prayers? No. It's really actions, too. No, my thoughts and prayers are with you, you know, but they're not really. Be warm and well-fed. Be warm and well-fed. Yeah. yeah. You know, God bless you. No, the, the church has to be active in the community. So, you know, RIU. Mm-hmm. River Impact University right. has Edu- the School of Government. Yeah, we educate. What are we doing? You have you're going to have biblical principles taught to you, and then you're going to be you're going to learn how to run for government. You're going to learn your constitution. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn how to run for government and win. What do you? What did I just say? And win. And yeah. Win. When to run? When to run? How to run? Mm-hmm. And uh, so and, that you can win. How, so that you can end up in office. And how to reach people where they are. That's right. One of the one of the biggest problems we have is we have a lot of folks who are like, I, "This is where I am at. You have to come to me." Yeah. Okay. That well, that's been the pause. That self righteousness is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's just the politics of Oregon and politics yes. overall. Is is that now now that I'm going to be some kind of senator or congressman, or even a governor, that I'm somebody important now? You're mm-hmm. not. You're yeah. actually lease. If you the Bible uh, says that if you're a leader, you're the least. You're the off scouring. Yes. I don't consider myself of anybody other than the off-scouring. Yep. Here to serve people. It costs. So understand that this is going to change is going to come because there's a repentance, not because there's repentance. Hey. We're not going to repeat ourselves in the change. We're going to have to repent ourselves in the change. Right. Turn from our wicked ways. Yeah. Put our hope in Christ. I'm, I'm pretty Do something sure, different. I'm pretty sure that's uh, out of an ancient book. That uh, says yeah. something about, you know, if my the old book about that. people who are called by my name would repent, yeah, turn from their wicked ways, yep. I will heal their land. Yep. Amen. So uh, what are other, other words? So this is one of the one, one of the yeah. issues that, that I that I face all the time is you, people have certain language they use all the time. Like what? OK, like you use the word repent. Yeah. And people think. That means rebuke. No, it's or not. it means uh, that I'm judging you. No. Okay. How many of you have eaten at a bad restaurant? How many of you have eaten at a bad restaurant and yeah. you got food poisoning? And you mm-hmm. said what? What did you say? Never going to eat there again. Yep. You just repented of that restaurant. You turned you away. You turned right? away right. from right. that restaurant and you're not returning back to it again because it made you sick. Yep. Hello. That's re- that's repentance. Repentance is going, you know what? I'm going back in there again and getting food sickness again because I like it so much. <laughs> yeah. That's that's called insanity. That's for, insanity. You know, how many how many of every... you have, you know, bought a lemon before and it was a certain brand and you said I'm never buying that brand of car again. So, I've never bought another Chevy. So, because <laughs> of what? Because I bought a lemon. You, repent, you repented from the Chevrolet. So, yeah. so as a result, you <laughs> what? Rock. Chevy Corsica. So therefore, you what? You yeah. repented. You repented yeah. of your Chevy belief. <laughs> yes, I did. And you turned from that, and you you went to another belief. Yep. You turned it. You turned away. That's what repentance is, everybody. Yep. Just so you know. So <laughs> if the government isn't working for us, right? Hello. Mm-hmm. 
Let's repent of our government and the and the choices we made with voting and turn around the other way. Amen. Yep. But I'm talking about repenting in your life. If sin brings death, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in That's Christ Jesus. So if you enjoy death, keep doing the things that just please you. But if you are tired of death and you're tired of what that produces, you repent, just like you repent of the restaurant or you repent of the car brand or you repent of the government or even in your own relationships. Maybe you hurt somebody and you said, I'm not going to hurt them again. That's repentance. It isn't just a religious statement. It's it's how you make your life. It's a major way of how you make your life better. I mean, you, you learn go to, from your mistakes. You learn, yeah. And so, you know, you're just trying to push religion on me. I'm not actually. I hate religion. I don't even like church, my friend. I love people. That's it. And if loving people's church, I want to be involved with loving people and growing a family called Oregon, mm-hmm. to where Oregon becomes a family. Where Oregonians are there for Oregonians, and Oregonians are there to prosper each other and to build each other up and encourage one another. So when is one is down, Oregon gets behind them and builds them up. Well, that's what the government's doing, right? No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they are not building you up. They're ripping you off. There's how many of you are going out and buy stuff right now and you have to pay a sales tax called a tax cat tax? Mm-hmm. But we don't have a sales, we don't have a sales tax in Oregon. Yes, you do. You have a cat tax. Mm-hmm. Yep. You weren't paying tax before, tax. but now you are, my friend, because you voted it in. You voted in the people. Well, we didn't have a choice. Doesn't matter. You voted the people in, and then you decided to do it again. Yeah. Listen, if you say that you don't have choice, then that's called taxation without representation, and you need to say something about it. No, you just need- keep your head in the sand and go to the state fair. Everything. About it, and I'm not talking about leaving either. No. Another elephant ear. Hey. Yeah, we can't talk about. You can't talk about elephant ears. Hey. It's not animal sensitive. Well, elephant ears are uh, representative of Republicans, where it's yeah. cis white males, and yep. so they need to be banned. We need oh, to well. ban elephant ears because they represent <laughs> cis white males. That's right. Yep. Jesus, help me. It's... He, he did. <laughs> Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I mean, drug really... addiction is so bad right now in Portland that even the raccoons are getting high. Yeah, we have cocaine ra- raccoon in Portland. <laughs> we have, yeah, raccoons that are getting through the trash, getting high on you know leftover fentanyl or whatever. Because people are dying and, left and, and right. And attacking Literally humans. attacking people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, we don't have the video up, but yeah, search cocaine raccoon and it's see wonderful. what you find. Okay? You will see an awesome fight between a dude with a pallet and a raccoon. <laughs> and I'm a guy saying. that looks like a raccoon frolicking in someone's garden, you know, like uprooting. He's not frolicking. He's not frolicking. He's <laughs> suffering horribly. <laughs> and, yes. Well, they want you to think and, he's frolicking. And our... Our elected governments yeah. consider that compassionate. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And it is not. It is. It is absolutely destructive to him mm-hmm. and everyone around him. Yeah. Well, no, that's a. Okay. That's a. That he's being enlightened in that moment. It's that maybe he's he had some salvia or something, right? So he's using a, a you know a medical enhancement to improve his life. Don't you know that? You can <laughs> see the open wounds on his face. <laughs> Sorry, John. I, it's my don't turn. bite. It was my don't turn to bite, poke. Joel. Don't bite. I just, no, know. he's no, he's obviously not. 
and is and, and he's thrashing in pain and, and, and mentally yes, he's in disturbed. You can see he's in mental and physical and, yeah. and mm-hmm. spiritual pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a picture of a son to be proud of. Yes. There's there's another person who's in a lot of pain. And that's true. Hunter. <laughs> I mean, well, if you had his dad, you'd be in pain also. God. Hey, we got a I minute, I think, looks daughter. like here, guys. We just want to take a moment before we go. Sorry. I agree also the shower stories. Hey, listen, we're grateful for KSLM, KSLM.news, uh, 1220 AM, 104.3 yeah. FM. Um, we love the sisters. Amen. And, thankful uh, that you listen to us. Amen. Praise God. We're grateful for are. all of you that listen, whether it's online, YouTube, Facebook, Thank X, you. hallelujah, on the on the, on radio, the radio, on podcasts yep. later. Listen, there's all kinds of stuff. We're grateful for you, amen. Support the advertisers on the radio station. Mm-hmm. Amen. These are these are people in the community this, that this, believe this in This program is brought to you by the River Church. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Sponsored. That's who sponsors it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yay. Praise God. River Roundtable. So listen, go out as you have been commanded by the Lord Jesus, those of you that have Christ in your heart, and share the love and the hope that you have within you. Amen. The only thing that's going to save you. Do not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is good news and a salvation for healing, for the broken heart to be bound up, and, and listen, for the captives to be set free. Amen. It's the gospel. It's the good news that is going to save lives and change Oregon. We love love you you very much. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Hallelujah. See you next week. Oregon. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.